is Loose Leaf, the podcast of an author with multiple personalities. My name is Charity Bradford, lover of all things science fantasy. I'm also River Ford, writer of contemporary romance. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, This is Loose Leaf, and today I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend and fellow author, Hilary Sperry. So she's one of the authors in the Eureka and Love series, and I'm super excited to have you here today. Thanks, Charity. It's really fun to be here with you. (laughs) Why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into writing. Okay, well, mostly who I am right now is just me. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like I started, I just started publishing uh, a year ago, and um, so I'm a mom. I love music and books and sewing and all sorts of things. Pretty much if it's crafty, I'm there. And uh, I've always had little stories and ideas in my head going on there. You know, you tell yourself stories as you're going along. I'll be driving down the road and I'll see something (laughs) that inspires me along that way. And I tell myself a story. So it's fun. It's fun. But um, it's been really great since I moved here to Arkansas. I got to meet up with you and Tamara Heiner. And um, you guys have really introduced me to writing and how we can take those stories and make them into books for everyone. And it's been a really great experience. Um, I find myself more and more invested in what I do, and I just love it. Yeah. Well, I remember we probably met seven years ago at least, and you were already writing. And the first thing I remember is how funny you are. Like, you're writing, (laughs) you have this great sense of humor. That's all awesome. of her stories. That's the panic, and we go. <laughs> Nobody's gonna think I'm funny. <laughs> I think you're funny. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I think I'm funny too. Sometimes. <laughs> I remember one time. Uh, there, there, there are two instances that are one of my favorites from our writers group, and one was with you, and one was with Tamara, and you were reading a, a rough draft, and we just laughed through the whole thing, and I love that you could laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously, because I think that's what has helped you just continue forward and not give up. And I would know. probably agree with that, uh, and I remember that that <laughs> night. That was very entertaining. Everybody had their stuff, and I because I was so new to writing, I hadn't gotten to the point where I had, was writing and finishing within a week's time when we would meet. And so I'm like, well, I have this. <laughs> and then I read through it, and it was, oh my goodness, there were so many mistakes. That's what we were laughing at. <laughs> oh, but it was it was wonderful, and I love that because, like I said, that gave me hope, and it helped me kind of calm down a little bit and not take myself so seriously because yeah. I was in a kind of a bad place at that time. And well, and it's so easy to do that. It's so easy easy to look at what you do and be like, this is, this is trash. This is so, you know, this is never going to be good enough. And because I had a support group, that writer's group was incredible. I mean, just having each other to build each other up and let us know that what we're writing has potential was amazing. And that's what it was. I feel like I've um, found a lot of value in that and being able to write and look at it and say, there is value here. I can move forward. (laughs) Yes. And I'm getting better at doing that, so yay! Yes, <laughs> and I'm so glad you are. Um, tell us a little bit about your first book, Forgetting You. It's book number two in the Eureka and Love series. That's right. Okay, I'll tell you how I feel about Forgetting You. <laughs> um, Forgetting You is a, a sweet romance. I, I love the main character. Her name is Bryn, and... Um, She's kind of, she's not the typical 
a main character of a romance, I feel like. She's kind of uh, into herself and what she does, and she's very <laughs> busy with making sure that her life turns out the way it needs to turn out, and she's um, she's a little self-centered, especially in the beginning. <laughs> but I really love her because I feel like that's kind of genuine. I feel like yeah. as people, we're very involved in what we do, and that's important. We have to be. Right. She has got left, she grew up in Eureka Springs and she has left the town to go do college. And when she comes back, she meets up with her old best friend, Mick, who they kind of had a rough parting. And it's just kind of their story of how they figure out what went wrong and how that their relationship is important enough to hang on to despite all of the external stuff in their lives. There is a bit of a twist in it with the some challenges that Bryn has placed on herself that she has to kind of discover and work through. And right. Mick is very helpful in making helping that happen. Yeah, that's that's kind of the forgetting you story just. Yeah. And I think there's some of you in Bryn because <laughs> part of why she leaves is to pursue her singing career and I know you have a great voice and you love Thank singing you. and did you feel like you were putting you into her in that aspect? <laughs> I think I was putting some of my wishes into that <laughs> because she was going off to study opera. I don't, I've never been a big opera fanatic, but I have found in recent years when I've gotten to attend some different things, I've gone, I haven't gotten to go to the opera in the Ozarks season yet, but um, we've had some in Bentonville and the opera in the Ozarks people have come and performed out here. And I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's so much fun. I have not convinced my husband of this yet. <laughs> That's okay. I'll go with you. Thanks. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I do love it. And it was really fun to get to write about her pursuing that stuff. I've spoken with some, uh, some people who've done that, who've gone off and done training and actually been, um, been trained to be opera singers and some of the challenges that they had as they went. And so that was interesting to kind of work those pieces together and help make Bryn a full character that way. I like Bryn as well. Um, what people may need to know is that you and I work really well together. We sit, we talk about our characters, and even though Bryn is one of your characters, <laughs> and like Carrie from Chocolate Kisses is my character, I feel like we use them interchangeably really well. We do. It's a lot of fun. I find myself using your characters in my stories a lot and it's so much fun. I always come back and be like, hey Charity, is this actually what they would say or do? And she's almost always right. So just so you know that, she's got a great intuition That's for my awesome. characters. You've done the same with mine. It's really fun to see them pop up there and have part in each other's stories. It makes them feel like that real group of friends. Yeah, it was fun to watch Bryn grow from like your first draft of the story to the finished one. Mm-hmm. I actually loved her from the very beginning. I know some of your beta readers thought she was abrasive, but I always just saw her as this person who the words just popped out of her mouth and they always came out wrong, but it wasn't <laughs> the way she meant it. And I actually love that because I know people like that. And, mm -hmm. um, and I and, am people like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, That's so right. am I sometimes, <laughs> which I, I thought was great, but I know you had to kind of soften her up a little bit to, to make other people happy, but I well, love the realism in And your to writing. help her actually finish her arc. I mean, it was, it was important that she um, find that softer middle ground, and she still has some of that in the beginning. There's a few points where she's like, I just, the words, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she does, but that way she's able to make a more full arc and come around to um, 
this sweet girl who's just in love with this sweet boy. Yeah, and Mick is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about Mick because he does. He makes me happy too. I mean, and he's like this great friend to to all of our group of friends. So the group of friends are Bryn and Jaya, who is getting a book hopefully this fall that we'll yeah talk about. Hopefully by the end of the summer. Okay, that's my goal. We will talk about that in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> and then we've got Carrie and Jen and then Mick. Mick is like the one guy in this set of girls and he's awesome. Tell us about him. I just love imagining this group of friends wandering around Eureka Springs <laughs> and having a blast. Mick is great, a great character. He fell in love with Bryn when Bryn first moved to Eureka Springs, uh, probably around the junior high age, I believe is what it was. And he glommed on to this group of girls because of her but he adores them all yes. he thinks they're wonderful and he acts like the big brother in the group and he's just wonderful he's kind of a hippie uh his, <laughs> he's raised by his grandparents who are majorly hippies <laughs> southern hippies i mean <laughs> it's a thing um and he learned to well now he does a cooking show online and he loves it. It's great. That's one of his passions. Tell, tell us the name of his cooking show because it's Naked hilarious. Herbs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. It I could just great. see him running with this and thinking it was phenomenal, just laughing every time somebody had to go click on there and be like, ah, you watching my Naked Herbs channel? <laughs> but he loves it. And uh, he learned to garden from his grandma. So they always had a little herb garden in the backyard. And... Um, that's where he learned to do that and learn he was trying to around the time that Bryn left for college he started trying to have to figure out what else he could do with his life because he was still there in Eureka Springs and he uh, you know obviously you, you can't stop nobody stops okay. so he uh, started doing some things to try and help around the house more and learned that he really loved to cook and that became what he did that became his life and it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. But yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's a big jokester. He <laughs> has a heart of gold and just, yeah, takes care of everyone. So he really does. He would help anyone and do anything for anyone. And mm-hmm. let's go back to, to just a, a, a non-specific story question for okay. you. Do you think being a writer is a gift or a curse or both? Hmm. I would probably have to say it's a gift. Mainly because of all the stories that run around in my head and now there's a way to get them out. Yes. (laughs) I haven't reached curse point yet, but I imagine it could be (laughs) when you get too many going on and your fingers are in every direction and you don't know what to do with yourself. But um, I love it. I think it's a gift. Uh, I wake up dreaming about stories and I have pages of story snippets that someday hopefully will come into fruition. I've started so many things and I have so many it's the hardest part is taming down the goals and the realistic storylines that are actually going to happen right right um I know you have a short cozy mystery out I do do you want to tell us a little bit about that (laughs) and where people can find it yes absolutely my cozy mystery is a cozy quilting mystery My uh, family works with the Missouri Star Quilt Company in Missouri, and I am published in their block magazine. So that's a lot of fun, and I have had a lot of great reviews from that. Uh, It's over the series of a year, this one story is being published. So it's being published in six parts. The magazine is published every other month, and so each one has a, a portion of the story. I just, I believe 
part three was just released. I just got the magazine today, uh, yesterday. <laughs> so that was very exciting. I opened it up and had to go show my daughter. And <laughs> Look, here it is. <laughs> here it is again. It's my story. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. And I just sent in the last two parts and they, we're starting to talk about next year. So that's really oh, fun. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. So if you want to find that, it is at on the Missouri Star Quilt Company's website in the Block Magazine. And you just sub- subscribe to their magazine, and it comes out a piece at a time. The magazine is pretty inexpensive, and um, then you get, like, 25 quilting patterns if you're ever interested in sewing. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. There's a ton of stuff in there. <laughs> and they usually have videos to go along with it, so you oh, know what to do. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of perks with that one. Yes. And then you can see that come out. The story is written around um, Jenny Doan, who is my mother. And she, it's a fictional story. She would never do most of this stuff that's in here. <laughs> she is not a little amateur sleuth. But in this cozy mystery, she uh, takes on all sorts of stuff. And it's a lot of fun. And um, it's very adventurous. And it all happens in this tiny little town of Hamilton, which I grew up in. And it's a lot of fun to help pull characters from people I knew and kind of pull these pieces together and make this community that just loves each other and helps yeah. each other and supports each other through the challenges. So See, and that's so much fun. Okay, I have to ask, what did you learn about writing this? Because that's different than romance, cozy mystery. Very. And I know you also write young adult and have lots of things going on. I would say I dabble in those because I love them and I have storylines that are waiting for me, but I have not published or even finished a draft on those ones so for me I would say I write romance sweet romance and um the cozy mysteries and it was quite an adventure I had to look up all sorts of things about how they even go together (laughs) I love them it was kind of funny because I started watching one of the hallmark mysteries right about the time that I realized I was going to get to write this story for the block magazine And so that was quite timely, actually, because I could go in and kind of binge watch some of these mysteries and be like, oh, yeah, I can see how this plot line comes around here. Oh, I can see how this happens. And um, it's been a lot of fun. So it it definitely has been an adventure in trying to figure out what needs to be there and what doesn't. Um, I think mostly it's learning to lay the clues in the right places. Because otherwise, a lot of the cozy mystery, it does have kind of, it's about relationships. It's about the development of the characters because you're learning about them and they're going to carry on through the series as they go. I also got approval to work on some separate full-length novels with the Jenny Doan character. Wonderful. That's going to be fun. That is going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to hear Exclusive content right there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So shh, you heard it here first. Oh my goodness. Well, I know you're trying to get out of town and I have at least two more stories of yours that I really want to talk about. I know July 1st, we both have short stories coming out in the Love Under Lockdown series put out by Enchanted Quill Press. Why don't you tell us about your story um, for Never and Always? And it's part of the Eureka Springs series. I'm finding that most of the things I do, my brain ties them to Eureka Springs kind of no matter what. I'm yes, because like, oh, it's a great place. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but For Never and Always is written about a couple who broke up probably, I think it was two years ago. And they both happen upon the same place in Eureka Springs through different circumstances. And Noah, the, the young man, uh, older man, adult man, <laughs> <laughs> Noah gets hurt. And um, Lizzie is there and she jumps in to try and help him despite some of the hard feelings that they've had. And they get locked up together in this spring. And then it's just there 
uh, process of being stuck there all night together and figuring out that they both still care about each other and what happened to make it so that they they broke up in the first place and that they still want to keep pushing it forward. It's it's an interesting story. There's lots of there's a couple of secrets. I shouldn't say lots. It's a it's a short story, so there's only so <laughs> many you can have. But um, there's some secrets that they have to reveal, and there's some life changes that make a difference and figuring out what they need out of life because they were fairly young when they first met and they're yeah. still fairly young but they have had some opportunity to learn and figure out a little bit more of what they want. I, I uh, was lucky enough to get to read it earlier and I loved that these are two new characters for our series. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, how can we pull them in later? <laughs> That would be weird. I haven't actually figured out where in the timeline they even fall. <laughs> right. So they may never come back. They but may it's not. A fun but it's story. They're sweet and they're, they're adorable. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And then finally, uh, how do we talk about Jaya without giving away too many spoilers? Oh, um, I think we're going vague on Jaya right now. Because <laughs> I love Jaya. Jaya, my heart just breaks for her. And she's this great character. And I can't wait. Because I haven't read anything yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can't wait to see her finally get her happily ever after. Yeah, I'm still in the beginning stages of her story. So that's part of the reason we're being vague. Because you never know how it's going to change. And what she's going to tell me needs to be there. Right. So that is still happening. But I love Jaya as well. She is... Uh, fairly soft-spoken. She's kind of the peacemaker of the group of girls. She's she's very chill. Um, and she had her heart broken. Her, her fiancé died in the beginning of Forgetting You and the end of Chocolate Kisses. Yes. So where they overlap right there on those last and first scenes, her fiancé passes away. And in a car accident. And she is just broken she's just broken she had dated him for a long time um all the way through high school and they were just deeply in love and she is just broken yeah and it's the story of her finding being able to let him go really and finding that she can still love yeah which has got to be extremely hard it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an excruciating process, but she also cares so deeply about people, and she is the peacemaker. She wants people to be happy, and so she still puts herself out there, but just in a reserved way, and um, the young man who she meets uh, is someone that she'd never met before. He He's from out of town, and he comes and is basically working with her, and so they're kind of forced to be together a little more often, and when you have those kind of relationships with people where you're constantly seeing each other, things come out and uh, he helps her resolve stuff. And it's, it's a sweet process to see that she can still, uh, she can still love. Probably find love without feeling like she's being unfaithful to Aiden. And yes, that's, that to me would, I think be the hard part in that process. Well, yeah, when she loses him, it feels like the book has closed for her. She feels like, okay, well, that was my chance. That was my love, and it was wonderful, and now it hurts, but shut the door, you know? Yeah. it's We're done now, and she's just kind of trying to find ways to move on. And um, Levi is the name of her, of her love interest. And um, when he comes up to Eureka Springs, he also has suffered a, a heartbreak recently, and so they 
I don't think they ever really talk about it too much, in the, especially not in the beginning, but they're having these same struggles. And so they kind of connect on things then they understand where they're coming from. I know um, Forgetting You, Bryn and Mick's story, is is it out an audiobook yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that one just got completed and I got the approval the the notification that it's out. I have codes. I have all the things. It's wonderful. <laughs> I had Julie Hinton narrate that and she did an amazing job. It's a lot of fun. I'm so excited to have it have it there and available. So we're we're working on getting that advertised and uh, helping people find it. That's it's exciting. Wonderful. So that's on Audible, so they can find it on Amazon. Correct. Okay. So right now on Amazon, they can find Forgetting You. Mm-hmm. And did you say Ghost of Love? Bryn's story is up for pre-order. Yes, it is. It is. It's set. It's the pre-order date is August thirty first. So is that nerve wracking? A little bit. I've already got it written. I just, uh, I'm working through the edits of it and I know it's soon, but I think she's ready. Great. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> it's <Okay>. good stuff. <laughs> so Amazon, they are in Kindle and mm-hmm. paperback mm-hmm. and then Forgetting You is on Audible. Yes. And then uh, tell us once again where we can find, what's the name of your cozy? Oh, it's called The Mystery in the Old Quilt, and it's a Missouri Star Mystery is what it's going to be called. Um, I don't know if they've used that title on there, but that's what I've been calling it, so (laughs) I brought that up to them the other day. Um, A Missouri Star Mystery, and it's found in Block Magazine at the Missouri Star Quilt Company website. Okay, anything else you want everyone to know about you or your books? Um... I know that's no. very vague. <laughs> that's a little vague. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all good. It's good. <laughs> okay, one last thing because this is something that I love. Like at the beginning, you said you know you're kind of just a mom. You're a new writer, but you do so many more things because I know you're an excellent seamstress. Um, but one of the things that I'm impressed with is you are. Are you head honcho for the Midwest Storymakers and Indie Author Hub Writers Conference this year? Yes, actually. I guess so. I We have several of us on the committee. I am one of the co-chairs with Don Carey of the Storymakers Indie Author Hub uh, Writers Conference. We shorten that to SMIA. <laughs> and um, it's great. It's a great conference. We have it set up. It happens in September every year. And we have amazing speakers. This year, our lineup of speakers and presenters is incredible it always is (laughs) i'm so excited (laughs) because of all the different uh, circumstances in the world right now we have adapted it to be a hybrid conference and so we will have the in-person conference happening but for those who can't come or choose to stay at home that we're also going to have it available via streaming and then downloadable um talks yes presentations yes (laughs) presentations so that's it's going out everywhere and it's going to be great okay so if we have any writers listening that would be interested in that where can they find information the smiawritersconference.com you can find us on facebook you we have a website uh it's just smiawritersconference.com is the website but it searches smiah's s-m-i-a-h since and that's not very intuitive to <laughs> just spell <laughs> and i'll make sure the links are in the production notes oh, awesome. as well as your amazon author page oh you're fantastic i'm so glad that you were able to um come last minute before you head out of town and join us you're today sweet. um 
Hillary is one of my best friends, and that's not why I ask her here, because she's also an amazing author. And I hope that things go well for you and that all these ideas in your head continue to get on the page so that we can read them. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thanks, Charity. It's been good to be here. It's great having you. Make sure you check out Hillary Sperry on Amazon and all the great things that she has coming out. You'll also notice down in the links that Love Under Lockdown, the boxed set with 25 authors and 25 short stories, comes out today, July 1st, 2020. Hillary has a story in there called For Never and Always, and I have a story in there as River Ford called Swept Away. Just remember to be kind to one another because we have more in common than we ever choose to see. 